And here's the best part about practicing and eventually mastering these four steps. You are going to have a customized blueprint on exactly what it takes inside of your world for you that will enable you to transform your body over and over and over again every 90 days from the way you perform and the way that you look and feel. Welcome to Inspired by Impact, my friend. I'm your host, Coach Carl, and my mission with this podcast, along with its community, A Tribe Called Fit, is really simple. To redefine and revolutionize both health and fitness, along with self-help, by combining them into one as we ditch the plethora of shit that doesn't work and focus on the few things that actually lead to results. And how are we going to do that? It's simple. By taking what works inside the gym and applying it outside the gym so that you can strengthen your body, your relationships, your mind, and even your purpose. So get ready to move from inspiration to implementation and ignite the impact you wish to see in your world. Hello there, my friend, and welcome to episode number 13 of Inspired by Impact. And this one is entitled Four Simple Solutions for When You Feel Stuck. Now, this is going to be an inside edition of Inspired by Impact. This is the second one. And Inside Inspired by Impact is all about going behind the scenes and getting to the nitty gritty. So if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're coming back, welcome back. But what we normally do is we cover four different what's called the morning muscle up in every single one of these episodes. Today, we're not going to be doing that, but we are going to be covering four things. And those four things, again, are four simple solutions for when you feel stuck. And specifically today, we're going to be talking about the first P inside the prep work. Prep work is an acronym, P-R-E-P, physical health and fitness, relationship health and fitness, emotional health and fitness, and professional health and fitness. Sorry, I've got a little cough going on. That's not a laugh. And you'll hear that going forward. Now, I said we're tackling the first P, which is physical health and fitness. And the reason we're doing that is because this weekend, March 4th, March, May 14th and 15th, I am launching my very first 90 day before and after challenge. Now, this is not an online challenge. It's in person. It's already booked up and we're good to go. But specifically for the participants of that challenge, this is an episode you are going to want to refer back to over and over again, not only through the 90 days, but after that as well, because you are going to come up with problems, you are going to come up with challenges. My guess is you're already there right now because we're just kind of getting out of COVID. And I've heard so many times from people that, man, the last two and a half years, they've completely fallen off the wagon. So we need to get ourselves back on the wagon in order to, as we say, ignite the impact you wish to see in your world. So let's dive in and get started with the four simple solutions for when you feel stuck. All right, my friend, before we even get started, here is what I'm going to get you to do. Okay, because if there's one thing you know about me, if you've listened to this before, and if you haven't, you need to know this now. I am all about curing myself and the world of mental and emotional masturbation. That's where we listen to shit, we get inspired, but then we never do anything about it. Or we do something for a short period of time, and then of course when motivation and self-discipline willpower wear off, we just stop doing it. That ends here. And this is how it is gonna end right now, because at the end of this, I am going to challenge you to complete these four steps in the next 24 to 48 hours, which means even before I issue you that challenge, here is what you are going to do right now. You are going to pause this 
podcast and you were going to go into your calendar and you were going to schedule 30 minutes sometime in the next 24 or 48 hours to complete these four steps. Now, let me ask you what is a rhetorical question, but you can come up with excuses that would make it non-rhetorical. Okay, here's the rhetorical question. If you were looking to transform your body, would it be worth investing 30 minutes of your time to come up with a game plan on how you were going to do that in the next 90 days, yes or no? If you said yes, then hit pause right now, schedule it in in the next 24 to 48 hours, and then we can deal with your excuses as to why you can't do it later, okay? All right, so let me just do a really, really, really quick, I guess, preview of what the steps are. Okay, the simple steps to making sure that we are solving the challenges that you are going to face or you're maybe facing right now with regards to transforming your body. The four steps are measure, test, manage, and track. Measure, test, manage, and track. Measure, test, manage, and track. You are going to get those words tattooed in your brain, and I'm going to go over them one by one in detail right now. And as you're going to see, I lead each one off with a quote, and this one is from Henry Kissinger. This is what he had to say. If you don't know where you're going, every road will get you nowhere. If you don't know where you're going, every road will get you nowhere. So this was me. This was me at the end of 2020, December 4th, when I went and I took my glamour shot, took my shirt off, went to the bathroom with my phone and took a picture. And it looked exactly the same as a year before in 2019, although I thought I had gone an entire year doing everything I was supposed to do to transform my body. Now tell me if that feels familiar to you, where you are doing everything you think you should from a nutrition standpoint and from a fitness standpoint, and yet your body is not fucking changing. How shitty does that feel? I was unbelievably humbled and depressed after I realized that I'd spent an entire year, actually more than that, just the previous documentation I had made was a year before that, but I looked like that for years. And yet here I am a personal trainer, right? Was I in absolutely horrible shape? No. Was I remotely near the standards that I hold myself to? Absolutely not. So your standards are your standards, and I want you to compare your sta- I want you to compare yourself to what you believe your standards are and what your peak performance and your peak physique will be, and we're going to get into that. But here is the problem that I had and the problem that you are probably facing right now. You don't know where you're going, which is why you typically go nowhere. You don't know where you're going, which is why you typically go nowhere. Now, a little bit of a side note here. Another quote in this one is from Gloria Steinem. The truth will set you free, but first it will piss you off. The truth will set you free, but first it will piss you off. Because I'm going to say a lot of stuff that is going to piss you off right now. And I want it to be like that. I want you to feel frustrated. I want you to feel angry. I want you to feel sad. I want you to feel depressed. I want you to use those feelings as fuel to finally make the transformation you're going to make. Or you're, yeah, that you are going to make and that you want to make using these four steps. So getting back to measuring. Again, I didn't know where I was going, which is why I was going nowhere. So here's question number one. What are you going to measure and how are you going to measure it really quickly? The what we are going to measure is broken up into two categories. The first category is performance. So really simply, are you going to be measuring your strength, your cardio, your conditioning, your mobility, your flexibility, whichever one of those is most important to you, you can measure them all, but let's just start with one. Okay. 
Which one of those is most important to you? Inside of performance, is it strength? Is it cardio? Is it conditioning, mobility, flexibility? I, side note here, I consider conditioning to be a combination of cardio and strength, okay? Now, that was the first area. The second area is physique. What are we gonna be measuring here? First and foremost, you're not fucking measuring your weight. You're just not. I am not, if you wanna focus on weight loss, then you need to stop listening to me and never listen to me again because I will never be focusing on weight loss and I'll get into that later. But you're not stepping on the scale and using that as your gauge for what your physique is like, okay? What your body's like. Here's what you are going to measure. You're gonna measure your body fat. You're gonna measure muscle tone or definition if you wanna see more of that. You're gonna measure your overall size if there's a size of clothing that you wanna get into. Okay, and then we're gonna figure out how we're gonna measure that, which is the second piece of measuring. So with regards to performance, how are you going to measure that? If you're doing strength, is it a single lift that you're gonna be doing? Or maybe it's an event that you wanna participate in. Or maybe you have an assessment session. This is what I do for myself. This is what I'm gonna be doing inside the before and after challenge. This is what I do with my one-on-one clients. We have assessment sessions that essentially assesses every single one of those areas, strength, cardio, conditioning, mobility, and flexibility. So that is what you are going to need to come up with, and that will be based on what is most important to you inside of performance. Now, in terms of physique, how are you going to measure that? I already mentioned, I take photos, and a little bit of a side note here, it is so true when they say a picture is worth a thousand words, and here is why. When I first started these four steps back in early or late 2020 and started getting crystal clear on them, I started taking the glamour shot, so the photo of me in the mirror, once a week. I would do it every single Friday morning. So that is how I gauged my physique because I had discovered for me what I was looking for. Yes, I wanted to increase my muscle and I wanted to decrease my body fat, but the reason I wanted to do that was because I wanted to look a certain way, which is something the scale or a measuring tape would never give me, right? So photos made sense for me and that's what I did. So are you going to be taking photos because that's a very good way to actually get an indicator, a clear indicator on whether you're making progress or not. Now, side note number two here or side note squared, for me, what happened at week, it was either week number five or week number six. I noticed, okay, so week one up, week zero, I've got my beginning photo. Then week one, I had the next photo, right? And so on and so forth. The first five photos, first five weeks, not much of a change at all. All of a sudden, in week number six, you could see a pretty significant difference. It wasn't massive, but it was enough to get me re-motivated and all of a sudden start crushing it even more. That is another huge reason why you wanna take glamour shots so that you can celebrate your success when it happens. Um, actually, I'm going side note cubed here. Here's another reason why you may wanna consider taking photos. There are days where I wanted to avoid taking the photos because I just felt like shit. I felt like I looked like shit and so I didn't want to take the photo, right? If, if you've ever used a scale, there's probably days where, you know what, you've had a rough week or the night before was a little rough and so you avoided stepping on the scale um, because you're just scared of what the number's gonna tell you, right? But we have to do this anyways. Regardless of the circumstances, this is something that we're committing to as you're gonna see. But for me, when I was emotionally down and I didn't want to take the photo, I would take the picture and then I compared it to the previous week and I saw either A, not much has changed, which it wasn't worse, so that's good, or it had actually gotten better because your emotions will fuel, will fool you. Your emotions are really gonna trick what reality looks like, which is why pictures are worth a thousand words and pictures never lie. So even when you feel like shit, taking that picture, gonna make a huge difference, okay? So then again, 
getting back to the different things that you can do to measure your physique, okay? So one thing we have here at a place called Body Measure is called the DEXA scan. This one is what I believe is the gold standard for measuring body fat, visceral fats, everything you wanna know that's going on inside your body much better than the scale, okay? The other way that we can measure is clothes. How are your clothes fitting? You can do a tape measure, but again, no fucking scale here. Okay, so step number one you are going to take is measure. What are you going to measure and how are you going to measure it both inside of performance and physique? All right, so step number two, we are moving on to test. And here's the quote that I'm using for this one from Mr. Bob Parsons. You got to go down a lot of wrong roads to find the right one. You got to go down a lot of wrong roads to find the right one. And trust me, I am speaking to you. I know that you think you've gone down so many wrong roads, which I can probably guarantee you have because I have. I bet you think there's a lot of dead end roads, which is the case for a lot of things. And this is why we are doing this process to remove those obstacles to make sure we're going down the right road. But in order to figure that out, in order to figure out which road is the right road, we have to take the second step, which is to test. Because here's the problem that I was facing when my body wasn't transforming year after year after year. I didn't have go-to strategies that would lead me to where I want to go. So for you, you don't have go-to strategies that are going to lead you to where you want to go. So here's the question for the testing. What strategies are you going to test? And I'll give you some examples in a second. Now we gotta look back at the two key areas, right? Performance and physique. So inside of performance, you're going to need a specific training strategy. I am not saying workout routine, I am saying training strategy, because here is why. There's three, this is a side note, there's three different levels of moving your body as far as I'm concerned. There's exercise. So this is like you get up, you go for a walk, you're counting your steps or whatever other kind of bullshit you're doing that isn't actually a workout. And so that leads us into the second second one, which would be a workout, right? Like you're going to the gym and you know what, whether it doesn't really matter what kind of workout you're doing, whether you're running, whether you're lifting weights, whether it's a combination of both, it could be a class. Uh, but either way, you're doing something that's like a legit workout where you're you're sweating and there's points during the session where you're questioning if you can keep going. That's a workout. So then that third level, training. Now, what is the difference between working out and training? And this is unbelievably important and you need to understand this. And you need to accept this and you need to adopt this. The difference between working out and training is that training is working out geared towards a specific desired destination. A specific desired destination, which we got into a little bit in measure, but we're also going to get into as we set the 90-day targets. Uh, That won't be here, but that will be later on. So training, specific training strategy. So take me, for example, before, like I was crushing my workouts. I was doing really, really well. Like I was sweating all the time and I was doing some pretty cool plyometric stuff, but it wasn't really geared towards getting me anywhere. And by getting me anywhere, I mean specifically in those two areas, performance and physique. Now from a performance standpoint, 
the I mentioned in the measure por- portion that I have an assessment session that I do. And that assessment session is broken down uh, monthly and then quarterly. So I do what's called the MRF for my quarterly assessment every 90 days. Now the MRF really quickly, you do this for time, you run a mile, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats, all body weight, and then run another mile and you do that for time. Now on a monthly basis, I don't do the full MRF, I do a half MRF, so it's half of that. Half a mile, 50 push-ups, 100, or sorry, 50 pull-ups, 100 push-ups, 150 squats, another half mile, do that for time. That is my assessment session. Now before, the reason I wasn't improving along that is because I was working out. I was going to the gym and doing things that I loved and doing things that were getting me like sweaty, and yeah, I was getting a little stronger, but it wasn't specifically tailored to me getting better in, at the things that I needed to get better on based on my assessment session. Like my the Murph right now, the pull-ups kill me and the running kills me. The push-ups and the squats are no problem, but the pull-ups especially, and then the running. So those are two things that now my training sessions have taken into consideration, and I'm training to get better at both pull-ups and running. So now I, I am very, very specific about what my training looks like so that next time I do my assessment session, hopefully it's going to be better. And that has been the trend. Now, with regards to physique, we all know that saying, you cannot out-train a poor diet. So what is your specific nutrition strategy? And what I recommend here is starting with one thing. The number one thing I have found works for me. I'm not going to say you need to start with this one thing. I'm just going to give you a couple examples of what works for me. I know inside of nutrition that if I do intermittent fasting, that brings down my body fat super fast, really, really, really quickly. So I've tailored it for me. I used to do 16 off eight hour window of eating on. I've just found for me in my schedule, the way it works now is 15 hours off with a nine hour eating window is what works for me because I've tested that out. So remember at the beginning, I said you need to have go-to strategies that work for you. That is one of the strategies that I know works for me. Okay, so here is what you are going to do next. You are going to answer those questions or that question as it applies to performance physique. And the question again is this, what strategies are you going to test? You don't know 100% if they're going to work just yet, but you want to test them out. Inside of performance, what strategy are you going to test specifically for a training strategy? And then inside of physique, what specific nutrition strategy are you going to test? Now stick around for the third step because this is, without a doubt, the most important step and the biggest reason that if you are stuck where you are right now and you keep fucking up, you're going to find out right away. All right, my friend, this is without a doubt the single most important part of any podcast you will hear from me. You are going to ignite the impact you wish to see in your world by taking one small, specific, and simple step, and that is to connect with me on IG. You are going to go to at Ignite the Impact on Instagram, and you are just going to share a message with me directly on what you got out of this podcast. It could be just one morning muscle up. It could be one idea, one quote, one concept, one action, but either way, If you do not take action on this, it is the exact same thing as coming to one of my classes, watching me demo, and then standing in the back and doing nothing, you will get nowhere. So again, the one small, specific, and simple step I am challenging you to make is to connect with me on IG at Ignite the Impact. Now, let's finish off these last two reps. All right, step number three, and like I said, this is without a doubt the game changer. You, like, there is no point in doing the other three steps if you don't do this one. 
it doesn't make any sense to put it first. It makes way more sense to do a third, and you're going to understand why in a second. And that third step is manage. So again, we're going to Mark Twain for a quote on this one. And I love this. Like, I've seen, I've watched the movie The Big Short so many times, and this quote is at the beginning of it. I should have probably looked this up before I wrote it down, but I'm pretty sure I've got it memorized. This is what Mark Twain had to say. It's not what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. It's not what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. So we are going to be diving into something called your stories, okay? So this is the problem that I was facing. Anytime I didn't do the things that I knew I should be doing, whether it was skipping workouts, whether it was food prep, whether it was when I was out and I had the option to make a healthier choice or just a shit show choice, whether it was having two drinks when I was out with friends versus six drinks, like any decision that is counterproductive to me making the transformation that I want to make. And this can even be inside of your individual training sessions where you know what? You know you could have done more, but you don't. You broke down instead of you broke through. Okay, and we're going to talk about that on so many different levels, whether that's physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever. There's that, there's that side note, side note here. There's that little, that fork in the road, right? One is a breakdown and one is a breakthrough. Which road you decide to take is based on this step right now. Okay, because here's the problem that you were having if you're not transforming your body the way that you want. Because this is the same, it's the same problem I was having. You have more reasons and excuses for why you can't achieve the results you want then you do reasons as to why you can and why you must. Okay, so you have more, reason, more reasons and excuses for why you can't achieve the results that you want as opposed to reasons why you can and why you must. So here's the question inside of managing, okay? I'm, gonna, I'm really gonna take my time with this one. What disempowering stories do you need to replace with empowering stories? And what strategies will you use to make the transition as smooth as possible? Let me give you an example. Again, we're tackling performance and physique. So inside of performance, for me, the story is I am too busy to work out, okay? Because when I, this is what was keeping me from missing workouts. Actually, let's say missing workouts and not doing food prep. I'm either too busy or I'm too tired. Now, that is a story I am telling myself. Don't get me wrong. There are, there's a really good chance that you're a very busy person, okay? You wouldn't be listening to this if you weren't because if you're ambitious, typically you're busy and only ambitious people listen to this podcast. So that being said, if you're busy, you could full well not have that much time. But a little side note here, another quote I'm gonna say a million times from the Merovingian from the second movie, uh, Matrix movie, Reloaded, he said this, who has time? But then if we do not ever take time, how can we ever have time? So the truth of the matter for me was the story I would tell myself was that I don't have time and I'm too busy, right? Or I'm just too lazy. That was another story. That's super empowering, right? So now I got to take a look at those stories and I have to rewrite those stories because every single day of your life, you are writing another page in the book that will become your legacy, so what the fuck do you want that book to read? How do you want your legacy to live out? 
We need to be thinking about that. So the moment you start taking actions that are not conducive with leading you to where you want to go, what we need to do first is we need to investigate that story. So that was a performance story for me. Now going into physique, food prep is make or break for me. If I have food prepped, I'm good to go. If I don't, I eat like shit and I ruin everything, right? So for me, I was telling myself I'm too busy to do food prep. I just don't have time. When I wake up in the morning, I've got my classes, I've got my workout, I've got my podcast, I've got my online stuff, I've got my offline stuff, my in-person training, my classes. Like, yeah, busy guy. Doesn't fucking matter. There's a lot of people that are busy. They're still somehow able to get shit done. So I need to rewrite the story. The thing is, for me, I don't have time for food prep. Okay, so I need to rewrite that story. I'm going to take time for food prep. And let me emphasize again here, you can't find time, okay? There's 24 hours. Nobody's gonna find 24 hours and one minute in a day. They're just not going to. You can't make time. You can't go into a lab and somehow construct another fucking 10 minutes. We all have 24 hours. It's a matter of how you're taking that time and how you're investing it. Okay, remember when I said the truth will set you free but first will piss you off? This is something you need to try on. Okay, so actually, that reminds me of another quote. Rather than saying, where was this quote from? I I think it was a website called FabQuote or something like that, and it went like this. Rather than saying, I don't have time, try saying, it's not a priority, and see how that feels. Because it better feel harsh, because the truth usually hurts. And for me, that's all it was. Not getting in workouts, it's not that I don't have time, it's that working out wasn't a priority. Not doing food prep, it's not that I don't have time, it's that it wasn't a priority, okay? I put other things above that. And if that's your situation, that's fine. If you've got kids, you've got school, whatever, yes, at some point in time, things are going to have to shift. You're gonna have to find something that is gonna enable you to write a story that is going to empower you and that leads us to the second piece of this puzzle, which is a strategy, Okay, so for me, I'm taking a look inside of performance. Why wasn't I doing my workouts? Well, I didn't have time. Okay, so for me, I would leave it till the end of the day. And then even though I said I didn't have time, it was really because I was fucking lazy. So the story that I then told myself is I make training a priority. So all I did was I moved it to 7.15 in the morning right after my 6.30 class. And all of a sudden, what do you know? I'm being uber consistent with my training. And right now that we're back in the gym, I do it right before my noon class. So it was just a matter of the strategy I used was just moving it up in the day because here's a little side note. If you want to capitalize on good decisions, you need to, you need to capitalize on the things in the morning, earlier on during the day. The things that are most important to you, you need to get done early in the week and early in the day because we all wake up on Monday morning with an, a specific allocated number of good decision tickets. And every single day you were using those tickets, which is typically why later on in the evening you feel like shit and you don't do things. Or come Thursday or Friday, all that healthy eating, working out shit goes out the window because you're exhausted and whatever. So that's just the way human psychology and human behavior is. So we need to accept that and plan for that and have strategies in advance for that. Now physique, for me, not having time for food prep, that's a horse shit story. I make food prep a priority. And how did I do that? Again, I just moved it to the morning. I skipped workouts if I had to because I wanted to make sure that I was getting the most important things done early in the day. So here is what you need to do. You need to come up and realize or identify your number one disempowering story when it comes to performance and physique. What are the two excuses, the conditions, the stories that you keep telling yourself over and over and over again that unless you change them, they're gonna keep you stuck? And then what is a strategy that you can use? in order to make that happen. Do you need to, here's another strategy I'm going to give you. 
dial down before you dial out, okay? I'll make this analogy a million one times. When you go to the gym, let's say you're doing the before and after challenge with me and we're gonna test you on the assault bike, see how many calories you can get in 30 seconds. Okay, well, if you set the bar at 10 calories in 30 seconds, let's say that's gonna be a little challenging for you. Okay, that'll be a little challenging. Depending on who you are, you might be able to crush that. I don't know. But either way, if it is extremely challenging, then what you need to do is you need to dial it back. Let's make it two or three calories in 30 seconds because that's manageable. It's not as stressful. It's not as anxiety-inducing. So you need to find something to dial it down so at least you get yourself started instead of staying stuck where you are. So again, step number three, the most important step of all is manage. The problem you have right now is that you have more reason and excuses for why you can't achieve what you want to achieve than you do reasons as to why you can and you must. So what you need to do, here's the question. What disempowering stories do you need to replace with empowering stories and what strategies will you use to make the transition as smooth as possible? All right, moving on to the very final step and this is to track, Okay. Here's the quote, and this one's from Maya Angelou. This one is brilliant. You can't really know where you're going until you know where you have been. You can't really know where you are going until you know where you have been. So here's the thing with me. Now, remember when I said I took that glamour shot in 2020, looked at another one from 2019 a year before and there was no change? Okay, well, during that entire year, guess what I didn't do? I did not take any more glamour shots. I didn't track my workouts. I didn't track my nutrition. I was doing it kind of haphazardly, but not enough to the point where if you were to go to me, Carl, can you show me what you've done over the last month? I wouldn't be able to show you. If you went, Carl, what did you do? What have you been doing for your nutrition? I would have to think of it by memory because I didn't have shit written down. And here is, this is the least sexy part of this, but this, if you don't do this, again, there is no point in doing anything else. You need to track this shit. In other words, you're going to be writing stuff down because here's the problem. You, like me, are unaware of the facts as it relates to your behavior when it comes to both performance and physique, fitness and nutrition. You're unaware of the facts. Yes, you can go off of memory, but think about it. If I were to ask you in April, right now, how many, how many workouts did you do? If you can tell me, awesome. If I were to ask you back in April, let's say you had some type of specific nutrition goal that you wanted to hit. Let's just say, let's make it super vague, which we will never do inside this, but I'm just gonna use it for this example. Let's say healthy eating and you decided what healthy eating was for you, right? So let's say maybe it was plant-based meals per week. Okay, now we're getting specific. Yeah, I can't. I can never be vague, okay? So let's say it was plant-based meals, okay? How many plant-based meals did you have in April? That's, that was one of my targets, along with intermittent fasting. How many times in April did I do them? I can't tell you those off the top of my mind, but guess what? I can go into my phone and I can show you those very, very easily because I have an app called Done where I track everything. Super fucking simple. Download the app, program it in in five minutes, and then just check shit off as you do it. That way, when you and I have a conversation about what you were doing, I'm not gonna go based on your memory because here's another thing that is absolutely hilarious, a little side note. One of the things that I've done in the past with clients when I'm trying to figure out where they are from a nutrition standpoint is I get them to track three days, a Thursday, a Friday, and a Saturday. That's it. Just write down everything you eat. No measurements, nothing like that. Just make a journal log of everything you put in your mouth with regards to um, food and beverages, okay? So 95% of the time, 
my clients, when it's time to go over their journal, they're like, oh, Carl, but this week was a little different because I had this and I had this meeting. And guess what? Last I, last I heard, most people say they're really busy. And guess what they're really busy with? The same shit from week to week, whether that's work, whether that's family, whether that's friends and get-togethers and everything. So whatever you think is an anomaly isn't an anomaly. So stop making fucking excuses and realize that you are gonna have to learn how to manage these things. Okay, and we're never gonna be able to learn how to manage these things if we do not take the time to track what we need to manage. So here's question number four. What are you going to track and how are you gonna track it? Really simple. With regards to performance, what are you gonna track there? And that's based on your training strategy and what you wanna measure, okay? So in terms of tracking, are you tracking the number of workouts? Are you tracking the amount of weight? Are you tracking the number of inches you can increase when it comes to touching your toes as it relates to flexibility? Well, not mobility, mobility is a little different. Um, but what specifically you're going to track? Okay, so for me, inside of performance, what I'm tracking is my number of training sessions per week. I need to hit a certain number of training sessions per week, and that is five, and I have very detailed training sessions, and we'll get into that right now, but that's what I track for performance, okay? Really, really simple. Now, in terms of physique, again, that is gonna be based on your nutrition strategy. How are you, like, what are you gonna track? So for me, right now, inside of physique, I'm tracking intermittent fasting, and I'm, tra I'm tracking food prep. Like I had to write down food prep because for me, side note here, if you wanna get shit done, write it down and track it. It's super simple. So for me, I gotta do food prep twice a week. I know that if I don't track it, I'll probably, that, when you're not tracking things, side note here, when you're not tracking things, what that does is it keeps you with your head in the sand as to what the facts actually are. Okay, because now we don't know, we're just guessing. And just like with the picture, how I said when you feel like shit emotionally and the picture just, it may not relate to your emotions, but your emotions will skew your perception of reality. It's the same thing. Most people don't want to admit that they really suck when it comes to eating, that they really suck when it comes to sleep, that they're not giving it nearly as much as they could during their training. Most people just don't want to admit that and that's fine. I'm just like that as well. But there is nothing to admit when you're tracking because those are just facts. Okay, we need to track this shit, both in performance and physique, but how are we gonna track it? This one's super simple. Are you doing it electronically or are you doing it manually? Now for me, I have apps. So another thing that I'm tracking inside of physique, by the way, is Dr. Gregor's Daily Dozen because I eat generally plant-based. And so what I need to do is Dr. Da Dr. Gregor's Daily Dozen, It you score yourself out of 24 points on a daily basis to make sure you're getting in your greens, um, your vitamin B12, your exercise, your water, your beans, um, and a whole slew of other things, vegetables, fruit, all the stuff on there, right? So I wanna hit 20 out of 24, five days a week. Okay, so I, he has an app for that. So it's simple, at the end of the day, I just go in, or after a meal, I just check off everything I did, right? Super simple. Now, I mentioned the app, Done. That's where I track everything else as well, and that one's for iOS. Um, in, inside of Android, sorry, I don't have an Android, and I don't have a good recommendation for you right now. But are you gonna track these things electronically or manually inside a journal? Journal's fine, I just like electronic because it's super simple, okay? So those are the four steps, and let me recap, okay? So measure. That is step number one, and the question is, what are you gonna measure and how are you gonna measure it? The two key areas, performance and physique. Okay, so one thing inside of performance, one thing inside of physique. Part number two, test. 
What strategies are you going to test? So inside of performance, you want a specific training strategy. Inside of physique, you want a specific nutrition strategy. The most important step, step number three, manage. What disempowering stories do you need to replace with empowering stories? And what strategies will you use to make the transition as smooth as possible? Inside of performance, what's the story you need to replace? And what's the strategy you're going to use to make that as seamless as possible? Inside of physique, what's a story that you need to replace and what's a strategy that you're going to do to make it as seamless as possible? And finally, track, really simply. What are you going to track and how are you going to track it? Inside of performance, specifically, what are you tracking on a weekly basis? Inside of physique, specifically, what are you tracking as it relates to your nutrition? Again, with the how, are you doing it electronically or manually? Okay. Now, here's my challenge again to you. Challenge is really simple. When in the next 24 to 48 hours are you going to invest 30 minutes to complete these first four steps. Yes, I said the first four because you're going to do this again and again and again every 90 days because what you are going to find is that the first 90 days is going to be a hardcore learning experience. The second 90 days, you're going to really start to get the hang of this and start to see some pattern. And here's the best part about practicing and eventually mastering these four steps you are going to have a blueprint that is customized to you that will enable you to transform your body over and over and over again every 90 days from the way you perform and the way that you look and feel. Because here's what happened to me at the beginning of 2022. I got COVID, I fell into a hardcore depression, and I almost undid everything that I worked so hard for. I'd Let's say if I went 10 steps forward, and transforming my body, I went about seven steps back. And I wasn't quite at square one, but I was pretty close. But luckily, for the past couple of years, I had been measuring. I had been testing, I had been managing, and I had been tracking. So I know the go-to strategies for me. So the first transformation that I made in 2020 or 2021 took me 63 days, and it was a ridiculous night and day difference. This time, it didn't even take that long because I knew what worked for me. So by the end of this, you are going to have a customized blueprint on exactly what it takes inside of your world for you to transform your body and ultimately ignite the impact you wish to see in your world. All right, my friend, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Inspired by Impact. I cannot tell you how much it means to me that you have invested a lot of your precious time and attention to listen to a lot of the shit that I have to share now. Before you go, I've got some good news for you. You are now eligible for what is called the piss-off bonus, which means if you're listening to this, unlike the people who didn't take an extra 90 seconds to listen to the outro, you are now eligible to receive 24% off your first purchase inside of a tribe called Fit. And trust me, some of the things in there could be pretty expensive. So you could be saving yourself $240 simply by listening to the end of this podcast and becoming eligible for the piss off bonus. In order to do that, all you got to do, hit me up on IG. You got to send me a direct message at Ignite the Impact and just type the words piss off bonus so that you can get 24% off igniting the impact you wish to see in your world. Until next time, my friend, we got this.